the Curated Conversations podcast. I am your host, Mello the Divine Coach, and while you're here, we'll be discussing all things spiritual awareness, chakra alignment, manifestations, as well as healing ideals no longer in alignment with self. We'll be identifying the what and sharing experiences and knowledge so that we can all move forward on our journeys with less suffering and resistance and more clarity and acceptance. This is especially for you if you identify as a healer, intuitive, empath, mystic, creative, and all things in between. I myself am a certified spiritual life coach and practitioner of tarot, as well as an intuitive channel. I created this space for all like-minded souls so that we can learn from the best. You're tuned in to another episode of Curated Conversations Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Lord of the Divine Coach. And you already know what time it is. Locked and loaded. Back with another episode. I told y'all we wasn't playing this time. I have my beautiful co-host, Miss Nessa Necessary. What's good? Hello, hello. What's good? Okay, so y'all don't understand. We was behind the scenes trying to get this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> None of us know IT like well microphones, but yeah, we got it together because yeah. But um, okay, yeah. So today, basically, as the title says. We are hidden on the sacral chakra. I'll talk about sexuality, creativity, um, what it looks like. We are creativity is blocked with that energy. Chakra is blocked. Um, what are some things you can do to unblock it and get that creativity and that expression flowing? And then we'll just be kind of sharing some of our stories and just how we relate to it in general. Um, so, Nessa, when it comes to creativity, how do you normally express yourself? What are some ways you express yourself? In creativity, like as in what? Like creatively, like how do you how would you say okay, so like creatively I express myself. I'm a writer, I'm a singer, as you know, because I'm always on the phone. That one too. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um what else? I'm a dancer. Sometimes like when I'm by myself, not in front of people. But when I'm by myself, like in my own little space, like I will dance my heart out. Like I was just go, I was just dance my little heart out, and I feel so much good after it. And so those are some of the ways that I like get out the energy that I'm trying to that's that's stored in my body. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so for me, I would have to say I'm a big crafter. Um, anything crafting with my hands in um, my creative time. Um, I try to tap into poetry. I I dibble and dabble there. Um, I'm a singer. La 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 la. One two you're a, two. You're a fibber. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. This was hidden talent. <laughs> I mean, in the shower, they say I sound like Beyonce, but you know, um, that's in the shower. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, those would be my two. Oh, and I like to bake. I would do, yeah, those two, those three. Right. And so, basically, the reason I ask is because those are all, you know, forms of expression. Those are all ways that we allow ourselves to release that energy. Uh, a lot of people don't even know this, but their sacral chakra is literally in between your pelvis. It's right there where your, you know, your eggplant or your peach is. And that energy is can be used in two different ways. It can be used creatively or it can be used sexually. People don't realize that sexual energy and creative energy are the same thing. And that 
a lot of times when you're super, super, super horny, if you really just focus and channel that energy, you can create something, whether you're a painter, artist, whether you're baking. You know, that's why sometimes, like, when you cook and be a man, and you know how you can feel the love and the food sometimes? Like, that's, that's that creative energy. That's that sexual energy. And you put that into somebody. Like, aphrodisiacs. You know what I'm saying? How, like, that's that's something that goes, that that creates a emotion, that creates a, a energy within you. And it's food, and it goes, and it gets that energy chakra riled up. So, I really want people to understand that because sometimes when your cycle is blocked, you 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 have a hard time creating. Like you don't, or you're not inspired to create, or you're not confident in your creations. And just to understand like why that may be. Um, another question I want to ask. Okay, huh, we're gonna start this another. What's goody? You're tuned in to another episode of Curated Conversations. I am your host with the most, Mellow Divine Coach, and I have my beautiful co-host, Miss Nessa Necessary. Say what's good. Hello, hello. You kill me with the hello. <laughs> Period. Trying to be professional. <laughs> it's, it's definitely giving um, receptionist. I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah, and we back. We told y'all we was coming back and we not playing with y'all. Y'all can be looking forward to episodes weekly. So if you've not tapped in, tap in now um, by sharing or subscribing to the show. Um, so tell them what we're talking about today. Because you should know by now. What are we talking about? Sex. Ah! <laughs> I'm glad I asked you. Yeah. For the most part, sex. Because a lot of people look at this situation as taboo, but in reality, it needs to be talked about more. Not just in, not just between people, but in between. We just talked about this the other day about. Uh, I was like, we gonna have a conversation with your with your child. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what age is that conversation appropriate? Or you know what I mean? In in this in society, because they're they're getting exposed to it. Regardless, you know, it's hard to shelter them from that when this world is so worldly. And so, not just that level of it, but yeah, I feel like it's just a conversation that more people should have. Like, I mean, we do it all the time. Not all, not all the time. <laughs> all the not time. All the time. But, but my thing it. is, how do you have the conversation? Mm. Like, how do you have it? Like, because if somebody came up to me and asked me, they're just trying to figure out, like, what I do in the bedroom. They're not having, like, an educational conversation so how do you how do you define the two like educational and then like you just trying to be nosy i mean nobody's ever came up to me and asked me but i've been in conversations where it went towards sex and i kind of shied away because like you said i kind of looked at it as what happens behind closed doors happen behind but they were so free with it yeah and i, I think that's the that's the beauty of it because Oh, that's perfect. Because we are talking about not just sex, but we're talking about the sacral chakra in general, which represents your sexuality, which represents your creativity and your expression. And sometimes people do not feel comfortable expressing that part of themselves for whatever rich reason. And I feel like it has it does have a lot to do with like what you were brought up into. Like if you were brought up into you know what I mean, or who you hang around, because some people just are around more free spirited people who are more open sharing it. Um, I definitely think you can tell somebody being nosy, but I also think that it is one of those conversations that there's really no border to it. It's like it, it, sh it should be something I don't, I won't say something to play about, but it should be something you can be lighthearted about because you know what I mean? Because some people can take it so deeper than what it is, even though it is deep. 
So, I mean, I feel like it's just who you're talking to. You you would tell, like, if somebody asks you, what's your favorite position? That's a little nosy. I thought like that's that may be a little bit something if you want to keep private because you don't you know because then you put a you, you put a picture in someone's head of what you like. So I can see that being a little nosy versus someone asking you, "Hey, have you ever tried this? I'm thinking about trying this." Or you know, because I, I you know when I back in the day I used to teach all my homegirls how to suck dick. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. But honestly, like back in the day, like, when I was. A, <laughs> okay. Oh Lord. Oh, I wish somebody would have told me. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I even look. I yeah. Okay. I mean, people tell me like I don't know. One of my closest friends told me like I she, after I taught her, she went and told her nigga like my best friend taught me this, and he was like, "Yeah, I fuck with him." I fuck with him. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it's just comfortable. I feel like you definitely want to be around somebody who's comfortable with your friends, not just anybody, you know, unless they have some type of expertise. But definitely people you're comfortable with, you know, if you don't mind sharing it with. Um, let me ask you, what what about speaking about it makes you, does it make you uncomfortable or is it just, or is it just strictly because you don't want people in your business or you're just more private? I'm more of a private person. And then I don't think, I think... It would make me so uncomfortable if the if it like I said it wasn't coming from like a nosy aspect. Like mm-hmm. if you were genuinely trying to figure out like, hey, what can I do better or educate me, then I wouldn't have an issue with it. But if it's just somebody just prowling and trying to figure out, you know, because when people look at me, they'd be like, oh, okay, you don't look like you do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like what does, what does that look like? Yeah, I don't have to have a tongue ring and I'm looking. <laughs> My titty, you know, my my body out. Okay, and that's another point. So, because you have people, men and women, because at the same time, it's a double standard. Because when women, when some women present themselves in that way, when they say they look like they're look like sex, they're considered, you know, a slut, or they're considered lustful, or it's, you know, it's considered negative. And you know, uh, uh, although it's very positive, that there's people love to look at them. It's a negative notation with people being free spirited and expressing their sexuality, their sexuality when it comes to women, and then when men do it, I don't know. I mean, because you know, great great sweatpants season every time every time of year, y'all they be loud and proud about them great sweats. Women be loud and proud, but with men, it's like they look at women like if you you know if you show too much skin, it's like you got wifey material. What's that about? Uh, I don't know. Can't ask me because I'm not one of those. <laughs> but yeah, I understand the gray sweatpants thing. I don't know. It's more of a um, you know, a zaddy thing. And then it's just like I think it's just got. It's just kind of like the. It's also like the the sex thing. Like if you have as a man, if you have ten partners, then you get a high five. And a woman, if you have yeah. ten partners, you're looked at as nasty. So it's just like somewhere somebody dumped that off and was like, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do," and they ran with it. So I hate that. I, I really hate that because I think it's not fair. I feel like everybody should be able to live in their own skin comfortably, no matter what you want. It shouldn't be a ratio or whatever. I, I think men do that because men do have fragile egos. I mean, let's just keep it 100. I myself do not. Mm-hmm. I'm the exception. But, well, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I go lie. But men do have fragile egos. So I feel like for them, they we like, I always tell my homegirls, like, men like, um, they like a challenge. They, they might not admit it, 
but they love a challenge. That's what keeps them engaged. And so they feel like, even they feel like you've been with how many partners, even it was before you met them, they still feel like they're competing with, you know what I mean, with your experience almost. Not even with who you are. And I think it's really ignorant, really dumb. But I feel like a lot of women nowadays are really just coming into that all like women empowerment and just not caring. But at the same time, so many women want to be um, accepted by these men that they kind of just lie, probably lie about it. You know, they used to always say somebody asks you uh, how many people you've been with, and they say about three. Or when the last time you had sex, they were like three months, you lie. Because that's what everybody say, oh, about three months ago. I just thought about that. Okay, but let me ask you this. How open are you in the because you said how you said somebody asked you how do they ask you the question? I'm asking you a question now. So how open are you in the bedroom? Like how far have you gone? How far are you willing to go with someone that you really feel connected with? Mm. Don't be shy. Oh, how far? I have my limits. I let them know ahead of time what I will and won't do. Um off of experience, I'm not going to say I some stuff I tell them that I won't do. I have tried, <laughs> and it just wasn't mm-hmm. for me, and I'm not about to just do it just because, I mean, to keep you, you know. So it's just like I have my, my pineapple moments. <laughs> I'm not oh, going too far. On, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going too far. Um, I don't know. What, how far do you go? Give me yours. Let's you go first. Okay, okay. So what, what I will say is, um, I agree with you on the part where you say like there's certain things I say I would never do, like things I say I would never do from a young age. But and that's why I tell people like you have to be open minded because some of those same things that I looked at is just like that's not me. I I couldn't see myself doing it. Just had these ideas based off where I was as I grew older. Like those are all the same exact things I allowed myself to experience, and they were good experiences. Whether they were experiences that I did again or not, you know, I was with us the, the right person in the right situation to where I was able to open myself up to it. Um, oh, child, I said I said I, look, I don't even want to tell all my business, but. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, but um, okay, just an example. Okay, so I when I was younger, I never thought that I would top someone. So I never thought because I had a I had a bad experience with someone like basically trying to push me into it before I was ready, and like I didn't know how to like. It was like a weird thing, but it was just like one of those things where you you in the moment when somebody want to try some. And you just like, uh, like you just kind of let it happen, but it's not something you really want to do. And so it was like really uncomfortable for me. So I that's called like, peer pressure. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically sexual peer pressure. Yes, it is. I was yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was young, and, you know, and that's so real. Like you just said, like I'm not gonna do anything that you know. And I didn't even care for this person like that, but I think I was just in the moment, and it was like it was peer pressure. And so I was so uncomfortable and so turned off by the situation. I just never saw myself doing it again. Now I got older and um, i never forget, I had with a Memphis, I met this person and the vibe was just giving what it was supposed to give. And long story short, I tried it again on my own terms. You know what I'm saying? Not someone guiding me to it, but something I was 
I was willing to do myself. I think that's the difference. Um, there's there's certain things that you just are naturally going to want to try with certain people are open to, and there's going to be things where people are going to try to push you into it. Like I can't tell you how many friends I've had who said they knew, they they could do was trying to get them to do anal, and I'm just like, you know, oh, and, Lord, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just like. And they be like, no, and like I had, I had some friends that was like they tried it, and they like they they loved it because I mean at the end of the day, back to the sacral energy chakra, what this is about, that sacral is in between your pelvis. So the same way people are going through your front door, if you go through the back door, you're touching the exact same spot. It's hitting the exact same energy point. That is just sacral chakra. That is a a ball of energy that is related to your organs, your reproductive organs. It's related to your um sexuality your confidence and your creativity and so whether you go through the front or the back if the person is doing it right you're going to feel that pleasure is you're going to hit that g-spot so i mean i get why people who have allowed themselves to really open up but it's not something you just let somebody tell you to do because that shit hurt no no shade oh lord it's yeah I tried it twice with two different people and it just both times it just was not it one time it was snuck upon me and when I tell uh, you I ran so fast uh, it was the moment was killed like it wasn't no like this is what's about to happen this it was just like when I felt it I was like mm, mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> this ain't right that ain't where it go and then it kept going I was like mm-mm Okay, but let me ask you think from a from a woman experience, would you say the pain is similar on a scale of one to ten? How similar is the pain from your first time having um from the front door to the back? How similar was that pain? Or was it like worser? Worse? To me the back was worse. Really? Yeah. It um, was worse. I can believe I, it. Yeah, and I heard that you have to like exercise it out, Um, and I didn't do that, (laughs) so it was kind of like, but it was snuck upon me, so I didn't have time. But the second, I mean, the second time I I did all the exercises and stuff, and it still hurt, so I was like, yeah, the same for me. But I tell people this too: with that situation, you and I'm careful because I'm we're not trying to give an anal class here, y'all. We not, (laughs) we're not doing that here. We're not, we're not doing that. But I do, I do want to mention the fact that there, there are multiple walls in that in that situation. So the first one is literally always going to be the worst. It was the same for me. Like it's going to hurt like a mud. But once you get past that, and then that, that person is able, and, it, and, it, and you do need to do it with somebody you care about. It has to be somebody that is literally that care about you. That's gonna take their time because it's not something you just sneak upon or you rush into. You need to ease. If you eat booty, baby, that's the perfect time to start. Get your groceries done because at the end of the day, that's going to help you relax. That muscle, it's a muscle. Um, but yeah, I I tell people, I mean, if you got a if you got a cat, I don't think it's necessary because I mean, let's just go through the front door. But if you if you you know willing to you trying to spice up with your man or if it's something you open to, I would say just t- be patient with yourself and you you never know you might surprise yourself. Um, but the whole reason I say that is because that was something. I allowed myself to experience, you know, if I would have just went off the first time I ex- tried that, I would have never did it again, never, because it because it was painful, it was excruciating, I didn't like it, but I tried it again with the, with the right person, the right circumstances, and I fell in love. <laughs> I fell in love, but the whole, mm-hmm. reason, the whole reason I'm saying is that y'all have to be open 
with your sex. Okay, so in regards to your openness in the bedroom, do you feel like if you were trying to get with someone, like if you were in a committed, a deeply committed relationship, or how? I, I'm trying. To, I guess my question is like, are there just certain things that you just will not allow yourself, like you're completely blocked off to? Do you feel like, or those things that you're just like, well, I haven't found a reason to try again. The only thing that I'm, I've been blocked off to um, since we're putting everything out there, the only thing that I've been blocked off to is anal. Other than that, it's like I've tried it and I ain't had no complaints. So, mm-hmm. or I haven't, I haven't complained. But it's just that's pretty much the the only thing that I've blocked off that I just won't be trying again. <laughs> okay. Oh, was there was there ever a time in your life where you felt? Because I know I've had a moment in my life, and so I'm going to know from you, was there every time in your life where you felt like you were put off, like you completely didn't want any type of sex, you didn't want any type of, like you didn't even probably, you didn't even want to be looked at in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of just, you, like you just didn't want anything to do with that energy. Does, if you, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It's been, yeah. I'm just now getting to a place where, I will allow somebody to look at me that way or in an mm. intimate way. I've, yeah. I'm just not getting there. Cause it's, it used to, it used to be like sex used to be like a weird thing for me. Wow. Like it used to be weird for me because when I was younger, I was molested by a female. So it kind of, mm. she kind of took something from me that I should have been given a man. So it kind of, it kind of looked different to me. Yeah, it looked different to me the way that it was supposed to go. So I had like a lot of intimacy issues and like for like years I got called gay. I wasn't gay. I was just covering my body so that nobody would look at me. But it was just like identity issues, you know, if you wear big clothes, then you got to be gay. So it's just like. (laughs) Which is crazy because I should be comfortable. Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) I mean. So it's just one of those things. It's just, um, and you know, when somebody takes something like that, it takes like the whole pleasure. You can't be in the now for the sexual. You're you're there, yeah. but it's just like to get it over with. Cause you know, that's something you gotta do in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you, um, what, because okay, cause I feel like when that situation, this is a perfect example. When that situation happened, it, it, it somewhat blocked your sacral chakra because some and some of the things that they say that, that happens when your sacral is uh when that energy is blocked is it, it can be negative and damaging emotions which I would say that situation could be considered negative because it was not of your choice or control you know what I mean um, and then it also have it leads to more codependent behavior which I know we spoke about on both ends um, it leads to excessive indulgence and addictive behavior. And sometimes even get lost in their fantasies. So I want to, I want people to understand how, because some people are walking around with block chakras and don't even realize that the reason they're making certain choices or they're continuously following into certain patterns is because they have not healed or actually took us a real deep look at what's causing them to move the way they move. Um, so have you, did you go through any of those quote unquote symptoms after that situation happened? The pain and the healing, yeah. I wouldn't like let nobody touch me 
man or female i would like hugs i couldn't give hugs i couldn't like intimacy like from a my mom dad family i couldn't do it like i've just now gotten to a place how how did you get there i went to therapy (laughs) i talked about it and got it out of my system and stopped holding the person who did it like waiting on them to be like okay vanessa i'm sorry like i was holding waiting on the apology that when I received it, it was just like, I didn't waste it all this time waiting on that. <laughs> like I was waiting on that and it still didn't release me from, I mean, the feeling of everything. So it was like, I had to go to therapy and I had to like talk it out, like get down to the core of it. And so we, if you, when you have, I'm, I'm sure we all had like a bad experience. Have you ever had a bad experience to, and how did that feel based like when you had that a bad sexual experience or it had to be completely sex, it could have been an encounter. How did your body relate that to you other than you just feel like, no? Um, I don't know. Cause I'm just now coming into like the newness of the chakras and everything like that. So it probably did relate it to me. I just didn't catch it. There you go. Okay, I feel it. I didn't catch it. Now that I'm open and, you know, I'm getting more into the chakras and getting my knowledge and everything up to it, I probably could catch it. Like if my body was to be like, no. But back then I wasn't tapped into all of that. So I didn't didn't know. I was just going off of what I knew that I wasn't, you know, wasn't going to do or didn't want to do. I mean that's real. Like I said, that's very real. Um, when I first started my spiritual spirituality journeys, chakras was one of the first things I learned. The first things I came across was piqued my interest because it made so much sense. Um, it helped me realize that I was blocked because I was uh, attaching myself to situations of people that really did not serve me, but because I was trying to avoid. Um, the truth of who, of what I need to deal with, I was kind of like indulging in just pleasure because that chakra is all about pleasure. And so it's like sometimes we were like when we're really overly emotional and we're not dealing with those emotions. You know, that's that's when we try to avoid those emotions by feeling the emotion of pleasure. You get what I'm saying? Um, or if like you're super insecure, that's why a lot of people who are very like shout out to Jason Sullivan on hotels because that. That album really does relate a lot to this topic in a sense, just basically what the meaning of it was. Um, and a lot of people they are insecure. I remember one of the, one of the females on there was like she felt like that was her 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 superpower. You know the fact that I could get you to stay any other way, probably not you know not not love me for me, but I could get you to stay with with what I got and what I was giving you. And so I feel like a lot of people may. Be finding themselves, you know, in that situation, so where they are undervaluing themselves or undervaluing their worth, and they're using that as a, a mechanism to keep people around. And so, and I was there, you know, I was, I was at that point. So, um, if that makes sense to you, hopefully, you can use this this show to help you realize, like, it's it can be it can be better than that. Because also, I I, I don't know if you know about this, but I, I think you do, but you know. Sex is like uh it's a it's a it's a bun. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so much deeper than just sex. Yeah, it's like it's a 
Swapping up energies. <laughs> Whatever they dealing with, you gonna get and you already dealing with your own. So you ooh and to let it go. It's hard. It's ooh, I just went through that. Yes, yeah, soul ties are real. And, and they will make you do some things that you said that you would never do. Change your whole perspective. It it really it have you and when you come up out of it, you look back over you like dang. What was I going through? Soul ties are real. I don't care what nobody say. I want, and the only reason I could say that it's real is because I went through one, and I was so tied to him. I was I was literally signed up to be in a polygamy relationship. <gasps> like I, I I was like yeah I'll do it just so I could be not, with him. Not yeah I'll do it. You said that cash like yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, he texted me. He said the only way that me and you can make it is if I can have another female, and I was like. Cool. And now he said through a text, like he was just something through a text, and I'm texting. Yeah. Yeah. Not even thinking. Don't you think that's something we need to have on a conversation? Right. Like on the phone. And I told him, I said, "Don't tell me nothing about the girl when you with her. Just when I know that you don't respond back to my text, I know you with her. So just hit me up when you, you know you're done. Don't tell me about your night with her. I was like in it, like." I was I signed up for it, and then I just sat back and I just got to the point where I was just like, okay, you ain't responding to my text, and he was like, you know where I'm at, and I'm just like, I signed up to be the third wheel. <laughs> at this point, I, I'm basically you do you, and I'm just here. Yeah, I'm just there. Yeah, so it's like soul ties are real, and you, I mean, when you get like a little a little piece, and you can see a little clear, go ahead and run. Cause if you don't, you gonna you gonna be there forever. Yeah, I feel like that's why you have to have a certain level of standards. And don't get me wrong, because I mean, some people are going off of what they were, what they saw. You know, mm -hmm. and so it's like you have to really redefine what's what's acceptable for you. But I feel like you have to have you have to have a standard about what you would want out accept. Because like I said, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. And if you don't know exactly what you deserve or have a goal line, a high standard for what you know you want then anybody can come in and offer you listing and they they dress it up pretty enough you know what i'm saying you'll you'll give them the opportunity and it's like you don't know what you're connecting yourself to because it's not just them you connect yourself to it's all the people there that they have previously or recently been with that they're still tied to that's connecting you as well and so it's like it's, it's, it's way deeper than the people allow it to be and that's why i think that it's not talked about like that because if it was talked about more and it was like really looked at it for the full face value, I think a lot of people would move differently um, in a sense to where they would just be more accountable. But yeah, sometimes it's real. Um, I've seen people in me, I've actually, I just heard about a season situation that was like toxic. It's, it's like toxic. I can't. There's so many people in my life that I've seen just go through multiple of the same things. And I'm just like looking at them like, not well, not even with a judgmental eye, but just really like baffled. Like, how are you allowing this continuously like back to back to back? And I I think, and it's obviously because that, that a part of it, not all of it, but a part of it is because of that energy is overactive. So when it's blocked, you're more so just you know you're you're less creative. You are not really using your imagination. You're you're you may feel numb and isolated. But when it's overactive, when it's too much going on, 
that's when you become needy, clingy. You constantly need reassurance about who you, you know, what, what's your place in this person's life. You may experience bipolar or depression. So it's like it's certain things, and, and, that, and that's that's why I asked you earlier: Have you ever had a bad experience, and how did your how did your body relate that to you? And people have to listen to your body, like. If you become sad around this person, if you feel drained around this person, if they're making you do things that you wouldn't normally do or act in ways that you don't normally act, you have to ask yourself, like, something ain't right here because this is not me, but I'm allowing myself to become something else to keep this situation going. But also in that you have to understand that by time you think or by time you get to that point you're already so far gone in the relationship or in the soul tie with the person it's kind of like you know like if you're in a big body of water and you come up for air but you know like i'm not gonna be able to stay up here long so it's just like oh, okay i see that i'm too far gone but it's like i gotta go back so it's like i came up for my air i see what i need to do but it's like so I think me and you had a conversation like this um, when I was just in my little soul tie, when I was just dead done with him. I came to your house, man, you you cooked, we was eating, we was chilling, and you asked me a question. You was like, how many more times are you going to do this, Vanessa? And I was like, this is my last time, this is my last time. And you said, what is stopping you from like moving right now? And I couldn't give you an answer. I was like, oh, me and him, we going to um, stay together till our lease is up. We're going to do this, that, and the other. You was like, okay, you got all these things that y'all are going to do together. And you was like, so you're not done. I was like, I am done. And you was like, how are y'all done? And y'all going to live together? I was like, he going to do his thing and I'm going to do my thing. You was like, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I was I was still thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to do our thing and we're going to come back together and we're going to get back together and we're going to make it right. Right. And it was like, even when I did move out of Dallas away from him, I still got him back to Houston. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I truly wasn't even done. And it's just like, you have to, that was something in me. Like I didn't love myself. So it's like, with, a, with, with that, you have to first like love yourself. I'm glad you said that. Cause that's, that really is a big part of it is loving yourself like more than you want somebody else to love you. You know what I'm saying? And knowing that you can walk away and if you don't know how it today, you can walk away and learn to love yourself more than what you think that person can love you. Because I mean, like like you said, you were in that you were in that mode where your mind knew what you needed to do, what you wanted to do, what was best for you, but your heart was still trying to come up with ways to you know go around it or to make it work or to or convince yourself that it, you know, it, it, you're done, but you know, in reality, it was like, when you're done, you got to be done. I tell people all the time, when, you, when you're walking away from something, you got I, I delete messages, I delete pictures, I delete, I'm out of sight, out of mind. So I delete every trace of who you were in my space because that's going to help me heal easier. Because when I have to continuously see you, and that's going to tap into those emotions, tap into those memories, tap into that, that soul tie, it's going to, I'm trying to break it. So those things are what's scraping in it. Those things are what's trying to keep it alive. You know, like you said, if you want your, if you got a, a goldfish, if you want your goldfish to live, it probably even a little bit, you you can give it a couple a couple drops once a week, it may still live. But if you really want that motherfucker to die, you have to you have to cut it off. <laughs> cut it off and then flush it. 
know, and this is no goldfish hate, but I'm just saying metaphorically, like you can't teeter totter around it. And I'm happy you said that because that's something I've experienced so many times through people that I've come across is that they're like teeter totting around the truth, like not being completely honest with themselves. Like it's like you want to, you know, because I believe we all know what we're supposed to do. But I do. I, one thing I have to say is, I do a little bit, a little bit disagree about saying when it's too far gone that you don't know, you don't know. Because I feel like there's always red flags. I feel like there's always God is always giving us some form of discernment in situations to where some people don't get me wrong. You may come across some motherfuckers who hide it very, very well. But I feel like there's always little flags in the in the beginning of certain things that. If you're if you're aware enough, or if you're you know what I mean, or if you're honest enough, you will see. Now, if you just want to believe what you want to believe because you want something to work or you want something to be what it is, then of course you're going to ignore it. But I feel like being mindful and believing somebody when they show you who they are the first time, those things are are those are real gems that people say all the time because you can avoid a lot of BS or a lot of stuff if you just see things for what they are not what you want them to be but what they do what this what they are and it, and it may suck but i mean it's gonna suck more when you find yourself two years later still dealing with the same situation that has took away from you has drained you has made you miss opportunities you know what i'm saying and now you and now you walk away and you, and you really don't have nothing to show for other than a baby Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Look, <laughs> uh, talk your talk. Because, I, I mean, God deserved to be with my, with my third baby daddy at the beginning. And I laughed and I was like, I just want to see God. <laughs> I just want to see it. I saw I got a baby and he off living his life. I just wanted Man. to see. I just want to see if I was tripping. Yeah. yeah. He came with the, the, you know, he came with the, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I was like, okay, do it, baby. He <laughs> <laughs> had me hooked. And then I was like, when I was in it, I was like, oh, Lord, this ain't what I want, God. I should have listened. But I, like I said, I'm not going to say I was too far gone, but I mean, I was, I was hooked. I was in there. Yeah. So it wasn't no, it was, it was going, yeah, I was able to turn around and go back. But when I turned around and came back, I was coming back with a whole nother mouth to feed. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of them things. But at that point, I didn't love myself. So it was just like he could do whatever he wanted until I got tired. Mm, until you got tired. And then when I got tired, I was like, all right, we're going to have to change some things. Okay. Yeah. So well, I want to direct that one out, but yeah, for all my men and females, females, ladies, men, whatever, anybody out there, know when it's your time to get up and down. And whenever you come across, because I mean, you know, it's going to be a lot of frogs. At this, at this day and age, it's a frog on every corner. You know, when fucking Chris don't come outside, he be on the porch. So I feel like you're going to come across a lot of different frogs, a lot of different motherfuckers who promise you the world, but in, in reality, aren't even giving themselves the world. And I just feel like if you're just mindful, you just take a moment before you jump down that rabbit hole of emotions, of lust and love, before you jump, just take a moment to take a breath and really survey who you who you look at and what their what their life is made up of and not what they're telling you. Because a motherfucker can tell you anything if you listen. You know what I'm saying? Like 
and usually they will because they want to make a good impression. So mm-hmm. why would they not? Why would they tell you the complete truth? They're gonna hold the truth back until they got you hooked. The bait is is gonna the bait is their potential or what they think their potential is. So if you just take a moment and slow down, and start, you know, and not because I'm a, I'm a victim of that too of rushing too fast into situations at certain times and just you know I'm a Leo, so I wear my heart on my sleeve. And it's like sometimes you have to just know when to take a beat because if it's real, if it's really real, it's not gonna go nowhere. And that's the difference. We rush into things because we know it's temporary satisfaction. We know it's a temporary moment. So we try to make it last forever. And that's just like not what time it is. So yeah, I hope y'all uh, read that right. But I do have another question for my girl, Nessa Nessa. Okay, we're really getting deep. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. Okay, so based off that, what is your preferred mo- mode of intimacy? Like now that you've been through all those things, you had those experiences, what would you say? Like, what is your? Do you know your love language? Um, uh, give me the choices. Okay, so it's words of affirmation, it's physical touch, it's um, acts of kindness. Um, let me see. It's oh Jesus. Okay, words of affirmation, quality time. Receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. It'll probably be quality time. Okay. Yeah, quality time. Because I like that one-on-one. I like to, like, when I'm with somebody, I like to be with you. <laughs> Not, yeah. like, in a clingy way, but, like, go do what you're going to do. But when you, when you hit that the house or wherever we at, it's like, it's my time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the same room and us on our phones and stuff like I that. I just... It. I want you to like, like, look at me when I talk to you. <laughs> no, seriously, because that's not much to ask for. Yeah, like, look at me when I'm talking to you. Like, you know, that's give me that. Sense. I ain't seen you, so yeah, it would be the quality time. Like, and it's changed. Um, I tried the, uh, what is the physical touch? I can't do that one yet. So it's just like the quality time is more of mine. We'll work on the touching me part later. <laughs> That's real. That's definitely real. And I, I agree with the quality time. I, I mean, that, that's one of my, I love, like you said, spending time with somebody because I feel like it takes a lifetime to get to know somebody. So it'd it, it, it be baffling me when I see certain situations with people. They'd be like, oh, they're at this point, they're at, at this stage. So I'm like, do you even know his trauma? You know what I mean? Or her trauma? Do you know what they're, what they're dealing with now? Do you know the history? It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you, you, you really won't know those things unless you spend quality time with somebody. Mm-hmm. You really like get into the, ask those important questions. Stop, stop asking surface level questions because you want to see, oh, we got that comment. That's my favorite color too. <laughs> okay, fuck colors, nigga. <laughs> like, how you, how do you communicate with your man? What's your relationship like with your mama? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's your, what's your, dreams or ordeals what was the hardest thing that you had to overcome as an adult like ask the questions that help you really see the truth of the person you know what i'm saying because i mean it's hard to hide behind those type of questions um or just lay up and boo up with a motherfucker and feel the vibe you know the vibe ain't changing the vibe ain't changing um i would say vibe is physical touch though it's crazy i love I'm just, I'm an empath, so I'm all about emotions and feeling, but like literally we can like, we don't have to be doing nothing, but we're in the same, we're laying down 
and like my legs on you or like uh. like yes that's me <laughs> yeah. like if, if we're in the same room and we're not touching each other and we both just chilling i'm not out of 10 i'm gonna feel like a way it's not that i'm leaving you clean it's just like that's how i connect that's how i show my love so it's like that's how i receive that's how i prefer to receive it so it's like you know i remember i had one one dude i was whenever we get in the car we'd be holding hands. <laughs> it's funny that i'm older because it was so quirky but whenever we was in the car we'll be holding hands like he always be driving we'll be holding hands and that was just like i think that's why i stayed with him because there was nothing else about him that i really cared about i probably <laughs> it's like he really was low-key like i don't want to say dumb but i don't know he was like oh but he had these big big clean pretty pretty hands and i have a fetish like just big hands and i think i stayed with him because of his hands honestly that's how much physical touch is my love language so you the playing footsie under the table uh-uh, so. <laughs> no we ain't doing no feet we ain't doing no feet now playing footsie like uh, I'm right. Like, I'm right. You, 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 the type. I'm right. You, the right foot. If you got a nice foot, you some strong foot. I'm right. I'm about to say, keep your socks on, baby. Yeah. Socks off is giving too much friction. That's all for you. But okay. That's so funny. What would you say your least is out of the words of affirmation, physical touch? Is it, is, would you say physical touch is the least right now? Yeah, physical touch is the least. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to cuddle on. And that was the issue in my last relationship. I didn't want to like cuddle on the couch. I didn't want to like hold hands in public. I didn't want to. I can't. No. And then even. Yeah. Even when you. And then it's like that's why you got to get to know somebody, like you Mm -hmm. said, because we didn't know each other, so he didn't know what happened. So it was just like. He he was just just not. I'm just weird. Do you know where relationship? <laughs> what, do you do? what do you do in a relationship? It's just like, and then I let him know, and he was just like, "Oh, okay." But it's like we should have took that time to not focus on favorite colors and exactly. favorite months, and got to know the deep stuff. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, I think mine would be a receiving gifts. Yeah, I, I took this quiz. I have all of them were like the site were sevens and receiving gifts. I think it was a two. And I think, yeah, because I feel like that just never been a big like I mean if you catch me off guard you surprise me. I love surprises. So that will like it'll I'm like oh like it'll touch me but it's not it's never one of those things where I'm just like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like you ain't got me enough for my birthday or you don't give me none of this. Like I just don't see myself as like a person. You know I love to give people and do things for people. That's just not one of those things. If, if I feel like the gift is you, and the gift is us. So if you if you present in my life, that's the present. Like if you if you're presently here with me, and you're showing up actively, that is my present. That's the biggest gift you can give me. So yeah, that's never be my thing. Oh, you must have just never received gifts in a relationship. At this point, <laughs> if that's if that's what you're just trying to say, just say it. <laughs> nobody got you shit. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because will help me raise my standard going back to raising standards because i always had like this basic 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 like bl thug you know just real basic mediocre level of acceptance when it comes to dating but when i had moved to dallas and i met this dude he used to like bring he surprised me with roses and i i didn't even think about stuff like that and so it really helped me see like there's somebody out here who would go above and beyond and do things that you deserve you know what i mean like not even 
Like, I mean, every month, he's going to sign one month anniversary. I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? You're corny. But now, growing up, it helped me. My standard is so much higher now because it helped me see, like, you don't, I, why am I settling for this hidden hidden affairs and, you know, behind closed doors and all this weird shit? And speaking back to, you know, block chocolates, my chocolate was blocked because I wasn't willing to be open and, like, it's it just, myself in public i just think i was a pda type of person i would i want to be up here on this after as well with pda but um he was an older dude and i remember he was out and he was like trying to put him on i mean i like i just like kind of recoiled and he was just like oh you don't you don't like that and i was just like nah and it, you know it was just more so me just not coming to that that acceptance within myself to where i felt comfortable you know with people watching me in that type of i want to say i want to say vulnerable space but in my authentic, authentic, mm. <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> At this point, spit it out. No, for real, in my authentic space or self, and um, that relationship helped me grow so much because not only did it help me raise my standards on what I should be accepting from a person, it helped me realize that I was holding myself back because I was so worried about what other people were thinking about me versus just being in a moment. And as soon as I allowed it to happen, I just like start, you know, allowing him to love on me and love on him bad. Like I, I used to, like the people weren't even there, and he realized that people, a lot of people don't even give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's really watching you as much as your own thoughts are. You know what I'm saying? It's like don't get me wrong. You have some people who don't have nothing else to do, but they obviously that they don't have a life because they all in your business. So it's like those that mind don't matter. Those that matter don't mind. That's like one of those sayings I keep in my head. Um, but they had to help they helped me a lot. And that's why I say I like I just that's one reason why I prefer older older people anyway, because they just have more to teach. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody who's at your level. I ain't trying to shit on the young men or young girls, but I mean y'all are growing yeah, we growing we growing together. You know, I was about to say. You know, and some of y'all ain't even trying to grow. So it's like I gotta I, if I gotta teach you more than you can teach. It's just like me. Like I don't. It's it's giving playtime, and I don't playtime's over. Like so. Um. But how are you with PDA? Like, is that, are you have you always been? I know you said you you just get into it, but like, are you open to PDA now? Like, if your man want to grab your booty in public, if he want to, you know, make out with you, like, just like what? Like, how how would you? Oh my out? gosh. Yeah, I mean, I've been working on my little booty, so you better grab it. But yeah, um, I don't know. It probably might be one of them things where it would still have to grow on me because it's been a while since you know I've done it. Mm-hmm. So I might have to karate chop you. Like, what you doing? But you know, so how it'll grow on me? How okay? Let me ask you this: How how when that situation when you meet somebody, what are you? And I, of course, like you said, you want to let them know what you've been through because that's going to help you not only feel secure that they know why, you know, and, and how. Because I had another friend that was like that. She just was not a hugger. Uh, you know, like not a PDA person. But how do you develop that in the right way for people who may be going through some of the same things with not affectionate? Like, what, what, like how do you find yourself allowing yourself to be more open to it? Is it do you think it's something that's just going to happen or do you think it's like certain things you're going to like you said therapy helped you what other tools do you think can help you like open up to allowing yourself to receive that love that type of love 
Um, I wouldn't say really practicing, but um, what I did was I let one of my closest friends know what happened because she was big on hugging. And she was like, she pointed out, like, we've been friends all our life and you've never allowed me to hug you. And so I kind of let her know why. And then once I let her know why, then it was kind of like we practiced, <laughs> you know, kind of role played like me and her, like, how would you invite somebody into your space? What would it look like for you? What would it, you know, feel like? And then I go to a lot of places where people now are huggers. So it's kind of like I have no choice but to like, because usually what I would do is just let them hug me and I would just stand there awkwardly. But now I'm kind of like the one who goes in for the hug to kind of just go ahead and get it over with. Because <laughs> yeah. I know it's coming, but it's just like now I've, you know, gotten to the place where I can hug somebody. So it doesn't it doesn't bother me anymore. Are you at the place to where you can appreciate it more or is it just something or is it, are you just in the middle to where it's like it doesn't affect you as much? Yeah, I and I appreciate a great big hug. Like, right. like if somebody just like, cause you know, I don't. I ain't even gonna try to attempt to say the word. But when somebody just wraps their arms around you and just like squeezes you so tight, Don't it just re yes, that word right there. It releases all of that, and so it's like they. It's like them saying, "How are you?" without saying it. Mm. So it's just like in that moment, you can just release whatever you was feeling so it's just like i appreciate a good bear hug period okay. i don't remember the next time i see you no your hooks your hooks hurt i'll be i'm trying to find a happy medium but i'll be so excited <laughs> too but yeah that's the truth the that's why i say it, it, it's great i mean it's heart to heart so yeah, I hope everybody, if you ain't out there hugging, man, hug. I mean, you can't, don't let everybody touch you. I'm about to say, don't do that. Energy transfers, so don't be touching, out here touching everybody, but um, if you come across some, you know, kindred spirits, don't be afraid to show some love, or it may be somebody that need a hug from you, you know, you know what I'm saying, and, and can change your, and change their complete, their day, or their idea of, of whatever they're going through, so just don't, off a hug just with me and what or a smile so don't underestimate the power you have and just being kind and just you know uh, getting out your comfort zone sometimes but if y'all do want to go out here hugging just anybody i would recommend that y'all get a crystal <laughs> period Get a crystal put that on your neck put it around you on your wrist and then go hug somebody so you can stay grounded and you don't have to worry about that energy. Right. So, yeah, um, definitely, I don't know if y'all know about crystals, but y'all need to, I'm sure y'all do. You need to get into them. There are a lot of crystals that are associated with this sacral chakra. Um, one of my favorites is carnelian. It's this beautiful, like, reddish and orange. The Also, the sacral chakra itself is an orange color. So, sometimes if you wear, like, orange panties, orange boxers, though because you know colors actually affect our moods and our minds as well so wearing those type of undergarments can also help with that chakra as well um but yeah in regards to the stones we have the carnelian we have uh topaz um moonstones and i think uh, i want to say citrine citrine and so yeah carrying these stones with you or meditating with these stones or even like, like I go to sleep with mine, they can help balance out your chakra. 
Because I'll tell you, like, if y'all have been experiencing some of those symptoms, your chakra is probably blocked or it's overactive. So you need to try to find a balance out. And not only is it going to help you creatively with how you express yourself more confidently, how you move. Because at the end of the day, the number one thing is don't give a fuck what nobody think about you. That's, to me, the biggest thing. When you learn to really, and it's not the easiest thing for everybody, when you learn to really not care what people think and just be your authentic self, that confidence is going to naturally build itself up. And then when you're confident, like, you know, when you feel good, you look good. When you look good, you do good. So when you're confident, you're naturally going to start moving acting like a boss or in a more confident nature with, you know, with what you produce and how you express yourself. So those things all go hand in hand. And when you're blocked, then obviously you're less confident, you're insecure. So you're not, you're not expressing yourself. You're not using your voice. You're not, you know, um, connecting with people in that way. Like she, like, like Vanessa said, when, when back in, you know, she had, when she went through that, that traumatic experience or that situation, she was younger, she kind of closed herself off to people in general and kind of, physically cover herself up so that she wouldn't be looked at. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, that's that's how, if you're feeling like that, it's probably because you're blocked and you don't want people to see you in your true nature. And at the end of the day, fuck them. Do it for your, free yourself, for, your, for yourself. That's how I feel about it. Um, what stones you got right now, Vanessa? Probably, I don't know. Not you forgot. She I just forgot. I got um black onyx. Okay. And mm, give us smoky quartz. Smoky quartz. <laughs> smoky quartz. Period. And it works, baby. It works. Okay. I can tell the difference when I have it on and when I don't have it on. Please tell, tell them because this is some this is y'all. I'm telling y'all this is why I wanted to do this a lot of these shows with her because this is someone who I've known for a, a, a few years now, and I've seen her develop her her understanding on a lot of things. And it's and you don't have to do much; you literally just have to be open minded. And I'm I'm literally watching it, the benefits that is coming towards her from allowing herself to be open to these different things that life has to offer. And she just got some stones, and I ain't gonna lie, it helps because she a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. And that's Smoky Quartz. Um, if you need help with your being grounded, um, what other qualities do you think it helps you with? It so helps far. it helps you with um just negative energy, keeping negative energy just out of your space, just staying grounded, just knowing and you know, being more open minded and aware. It it really helps, and I love it. I mean, I'm gonna do more research on more, and I got my son one, and he's grounded. His little kitten yeah. is grounded. And wait, which one is he? I think he got Cornelia around his neck. Did they tell you which one it was? Um, no. The one Josiah got is an amber, but um, yeah. he has a clear. Yeah, I know. I know Elijah got the clear, but it's funny that I just realized that because I was like, I remember it being orange. Speaking of sacral chakra, the one Josiah got is amber, so that is that's connected to the sacral chakra that helps with confidence and creativity. That's probably why he be mugging everybody because he already know he the shit. 
Well, yeah, it's supposed okay. to help with drooling, but I mean, we ain't we ain't got there yet. At this point, it's, it's still okay. It's building its way up, but um, we are headed to an end because I mean, I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I want y'all to know we are going to be doing more episodes on the different seven chakras. There's seven chakras leading from the root all the way up to the crown. This is the second chakra, so the next one we'll probably do is the first one, starting at the beginning. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned. And I hope this was everything that y'all needed for y'all healing and y'all education. And just really enjoying it, to be honest, because I don't tell people my business like that. <laughs> Me either. But, like, you know, you can't help nobody if you don't open your mouth. Close your right. feet. Or, or head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, y'all already know what to do. Like, share, subscribe. Let us know what you think in the comments. And stay tuned for episode four. Or five. I don't know. It's coming soon. But yeah, we signing out. Anything to say, Miss? Mm, get y'all a crystal. <laughs> Telling y'all the truth. Get, get y'all a crystal. Start off with a smoky quartz. <laughs> Look, you have Go visit your near metaphysical shop, mm-hmm. your area, and let them know what you're dealing with. And they'll tell you exactly what you need. But until next time, y'all be good. Let's go.